queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. What a weekend, what a weekend. The rumble was off the charts, whether you liked it or hated it, it was off the charts. And then we just had a hell of a game with football. I know this is going to come out after all, but I know that crowd in Cincinnati tomorrow night is going to be out of its fucking mind. But this is the recap show. We got a rumble to talk about. A lot of people were saying this, is the, this was the worst rumble ever. I don't get it. Yes, some parts were underwhelming, but we'll dive into all that. I think the main issue is, and somebody brought this up, it's the dirt sheets, it's Meltzer, it's Ross Sapp, it's Alvarez, it's No DQ, it's all of these dirt sheets spoiling the Rumble. You know, they're like, oh, Jillian Hall's backstage, she's going to be in the Rumble. Oh, Undertaker's backstage, he's going to be in the Rumble. Oh, Bad Bunny's backstage, he's going to be in the Rumble. Dudes, fucking stop. I understand the one I the one I completely 100% agreed with them leaking and this was WWE leaking this was Mickey James because that pop last night was the loudest pop it was louder than Rhonda's pop right and I have literally downloaded her theme song now that that is going into my driving playlist because that theme song fucking slaps um Yes, I don't watch Impact that much. Uh, be- it's not even on TV anymore. It's like on uh, something else. So it's like I don't get a chance to watch unless I see clips on YouTube. It depends on. The, uh, I mean, it depends on if you get the ac- if if you get the access channel or not. Yeah, I don't know if we do. So okay, we have so many weird fucking channels. I don't. I don't know. But yeah, so that's. I think that is the main reason. And like you know, Sean Ross Sapp, like you know. Re- went and saw the guy followed him hey is this you it doesn't matter if we follow you but we're he's just the guy is just saying that you guys posting bullshit stories mm-hmm. like the whole Rhonda thing like why can't you guys let us have this exactly because it's like she pops up and everything and then it's and then from there I went to like okay are we getting Becky versus Rhonda, Becky versus, I mean, uh, Rhonda versus Charlotte and everything. That means no Bianca, no, no Sasha. And it's like, I saw that, I saw that tweet, those tweets and everything. And I was like going, okay, this would, this would be WWE pulling this bullshit and everything. It's like basically bypassing the hard work that a lot of these women have done over the past year and everything uh, just to get uh, this high rise back. Well, one, I do think that I, I, 
we'll actually say like Fightful has announced it as well that it's going to be Charlotte versus uh, Ronda and most likely that is going to get uh, overtaken with the we want Sasha chance and if Vince is smart he he should put make that a, a triple threat and have Sasha finally win in Dallas like she's supposed to at 32 mm-hmm. and I think that would make sense to me also what would make sense to me is if Ronda is staying for a little while teaming her up with Shayna having them be a tag team I, I agree with that because it's like from what I heard like Ronda is supposed to be on Smackdown yeah so I think that would be an excellent tag team then you know you also have there's so many more options when it comes to Ronda and I get it you know you've got Charlotte pulling her clout but you also had Becky basically saying I don't want Ronda now she basically flat out said that when she was talking to Ariel like she goes she basically in her roundabout way saying you know you need to have gazpacho or the main the main course, but I think, you know, Rhonda needs to go for the gazpacho first. There's, you know, there's other things that I need to take care of, which was her hinting that she needs to take care of the Bianca storyline, the Bianca live storyline, to be perfectly honest, because those two are intertwined. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this will just get in with Rhonda winning the women's Royal rumble. I think, you know, I was expecting Dana white to pop up somewhere last night since it was a UFC rumble, like Pretty for much. fuck's sake. <laughs> um, but no, I just I just think that with with Ronda winning the Rumble, mm-hmm. it, it sets back storylines, but mm-hmm. it also created a couple new ones because I saw the way Rhea looked at Ronda. I saw the way Natty looked at Ronda. Like they looked like I mean they're great actresses. They have to be in that moment. And so you you know that they were they were pissed, right? Um, I mean, Shotzi, I felt bad for her, but yeah, no, it's definitely it's it definitely it's the rumors and it's the 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 people saying, oh, this person's going to be in the rumble, this person's going to be rumble. The first women's Royal Rumble will forever and always be the best Royal Rumble. Because, number one, it was in Philly. Okay, Straight up. Take, take, take the hometown bias out of it. No, 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 no. Okay, no. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. When it comes to certain cities hosting certain events for the first time, that crowd, at that moment in time, was the best crowd for any Rumble, except for Edge's return. That was it. But... That crowd, because you also have to remember something in what was happening in Philly at that moment. Yeah. That Saturday, the day before the Rumble, that city had just won the NFC Championship game. So you had so much electricity and buzz and hype already with the the people that worked in Wells Fargo, the people that had seen like will always go to these events that are locals. Like you, they feed off that energy. So like that was just an amazing atmosphere, and I'm kicking myself for not going. But I was also dead that Sunday. Like I literally could not move. So okay. w- watching from home was the best I could do. Oh man! All right. Well, we're gonna get more into the women's Royal, in the Royal Rumble in just a minute and everything because it's like 
with how the show went, it's best to kind of just start at the beginning and just kind of like progress from there. So during the pre-show and everything, they said that Brock and Bobby were going to start off and come to find out it was going to be Roman and Seth. Now, Roman as a champion usually comes out second. He came out first. And then Kayla, it's like, I didn't make much sense of it, but it's like when Seth came out, it's like January 30th. And that's like one of the top moments of the year already. Book it. And so it's just like, oh my God, your thoughts on that, y'all, your thoughts on all that. Um, first of all, the fact that hearing the shield, him coming down, the music, um, it was just awesome because part of me is like, I miss this theme. I miss this entrance. And my mom's like, is he going to do the full entrance? I'm like, I think he is. I think because, you know, how he always rolled over the barricade and stuff like that. I said, I think he will. And she's, I don't know. He's not doing it. Then um, he stood up on the, you know, one part of the arena or whatever in the crowd. And he came over. He rolled all over it. And I said, he did. He actually did it. And as I guess that moment, it just, I don't know. It just felt alive. And then hearing, you know, you know, Pat mention you know Mox and then you know Michael Cole turned around and you know said Ambrose it just you know it just felt like amazing pop how to start it um above all um it was totally an awesome match between us two because I was you know I would have been happy either way because you know I've always been a fan of both of them um Mm -hmm. You know, as far as, you know, him not letting go of Seth, it kind of just, you know, I guess you can say showing, hey, I'm a little bit more powerful than you really think I am. I guess in a way trying to prove that he really don't need, he really don't need nobody. Um, so, so, Bob, I, I actually enjoyed the match. Am I a little upset that, you know, Seth did win via disqualification. Yeah. Which, which Jolie called. Yeah. We kind of figured. But um, either way, I knew the outcome. I just, when we did our predictions, I just, something told me either way, he was, uh, Roman was, was still there going to have you acknowledge him. He was not going to lose that title regardless of the outcome. So that being true, I, I mean, if I had to, you know, especially with, you know, the way Seth came out with the tire and everything. Honestly, if I had to give it a rate, I'd give a full five stars because just the fact he hyped it up with the shield, played the mind games, trying to, you know, bring Roman down. And then the fact that he sat there and laughed every time yeah. Roman is just like, Seth, what are you doing? You know, it's just. <laughs> And then the, little shit. <laughs> and then at the fact at the end when Roman took the chair and it and it exact same way that mm-hmm. Seth hit him when he broke the shield up. So it was just I know definitely um it's far from over between us. Oh for real. Um wherever the next outcome is, obviously, you know, we'll get into it later, but obviously the whole outcome with um 
a later match. Um, I guarantee won't even surprise me if it's triple threat match at WrestleMania for the Universal title by the time we're done. Um, mm-hmm. But above all, I enjoyed it as the fact. Uh, I think what made it even more great is that when he Seth laughed, he he knew that he's like, this ain't over yet, bro. You know, it ain't over. So um, yeah. And I know it wouldn't have happened, but I think a little bit more mind games if um, me reading Mox's book, um, it kind of showed me more of it was always him and Seth before Roman came into the picture. Obviously, they got close with them. Right. But it was always, you know, Mox and Seth when, you know, at the very beginning. And, you know, honestly, it would have, I think, a little bit more mind games and somehow he managed to get mocks to come over there and mess with them but obviously that wouldn't happen but that even imagine that kind of pop but if, <laughs> right. or have him walk down with him in the shield attire through the entrance of Roman and go ah oh, shit uh, <laughs> but um no above all like I said I thought I believe it or not I thought it was a great way to kick it off shield pop you know gave a great momentum um I loved the match you know they threw everything they could at each other. Refs, uh, not refs, hysterical laughing. <laughs> Rollins is hysterical laughing. You know, it's just, it just felt like old times when they had those feuds. So, like I said, I was all right. I was all right with that match. So, this is, yeah, it's like, I, I agree with you on that aspect because it's like um the aspect like this is not over because it's like they are always going to be intertwined because of their deep history and especially with the shields and everything. And then also, even with Seth winning by T- DQ, death, taxes, and Seth beats Roman whenever it counts. Even though Roman walked away with the title, it's still technically Seth won the match. And But it's also, it's, this is like, I saw a little bit more character with Roman and everything because it's like Seth got into his head even more than usual. And it's like he just walked off like a crazy man last night after beating the shit out of him. Did you hear that little kid on the sideline when he walked over to get the chair? No, the what? Little, the little kid goes, you know you wanna, you know you wanna. <laughs> <laughs> and he picks, up, he picks up the chair and cl- he looks at the kid and picks up the chair and closes it and just goes like that and walks. <laughs> yeah, the little kid goes, you know you wanna, you know you wanna. <laughs> oh my God. My mom oh. picked that one out. It was so cute. You know you wanna. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, Jolly. This was probably one of my favorite um, matches, to be perfectly honest, because number one, watching Roman walk down without anybody was just weird and odd. Um, So, like you said, the uh, Roman came out first, like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Then you hear the Sierra Hotel, oh, shit. And you just see Roman's expression again, like, amazing actor, <laughs> amazing actor. Like you know, just like he goes, you son of a bitch, fucking asshole. I thought we were this shit was dead and done and over with. God damn it! So yeah, you had that going for it, and then like you know, the you just he comes in, then he does the role. I was like, holy shit! Like I popped, I literally popped because again, Shield was probably my favorite stable back in the day, and. You know, Seth is being a douchebag, but I, again, I can hate the man, but like the character, 
which is odd. Um, you okay? Got a got a fever up there? You okay? No, I've always <laughs> I've always said I've respected the wrestler that Seth Rollins is. Just I not just douchebag man. I just do not like the douchebag man. Like the only person, the only, and I will say this off off tangent. There's only one. There's only two wrestlers that I do not like anymore, will not like anymore, and I despise the people that they actually are in real life. Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. They can go fuck themselves with a cactus with 10-inch spikes. But moving back onto the match. um, (laughs) But no, it was a very fun back-and-forth match. I think one of my favorite moves, which I've rarely seen anybody talk about, is the spear counter with the pedigree. Oh, yeah. That was was probably the coolest spot of that entire match. Mm -hmm. Spiriggy. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, it was like, to me, that was, I think that was like a little bit of a a, a tick to Roman to make him to start because who's the one that helped Seth turn? Triple H. So I think that was the the beginning of the voices in Roman's head, the doubt, everything creeping in. So I think that's where that all came from. That's where it all played into. Again, chef kiss for that. That was brilliant. That was probably the second, my second favorite spot of the night. Uh, The first being from the men's Royal Rumble, which I will get to at that point. So then, you know, he won't let go. He's choking him to death. And I'm reading everything on Twitter. This is happening. Oh, God, this sucks. This sucks. Okay. Pump your brakes, bros. Just just put down the drink, put down the joint, and just, just listen for a second. This was brilliant. Yes, I know. We all hate the DQs and all this shit. Well, you know what? It's better than a fucking the time is now expired. Nobody is the winner. AEW yeah. fucking matches. Those mm-hmm. can suck dick. I'm sorry. This This match right here sets up for down the line at Elimination Chamber in Saudi, a triple threat match at WrestleMania, or even further down the line. They're, they're, this sets up so much because we know shakeups happen after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. People switch brands. And if what happens at WrestleMania, if some of the stuff comes into fruition, this is a possibility of a certain couple going to SmackDown to raise hell and havoc, which I am all for. Because she deserves to be on the blue brand, not the red brand. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, no, I just I just think that this match, again, five out of five, Meltzer can suck my dick. And, you know, it definitely set up for future storylines and um my second favorite like it was literally my second favorite match of the night um just because the the shield nostalgia alone was Mm -hmm. the like the best part and like you know even the throwback to the chair and you know even like the fact that they that they got that crowd which cheered roman on the way in to boo the man on the way way out. out And had them sympathetic towards Seth freaking Rollins. Mm-hmm. That is something Cody Rhodes could never do. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Like, you know, people always compare the two, all the products and stuff like that. But you know what? There's some things that WWE just does right. It gets you to hate people. It gets you to cheer people, even when you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Nobody's supposed to be cheering for Seth freaking Rollins. He's a fucking lunatic. But here they are. And that is the brilliance of the storytelling that WWE does. That is all. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, next. Yeah. So as we've all, all said and everything, that is definitely not over with between those two by a long ass shot. All right. Women's Royal Rumble. All right. I'm going to go off on a little tangent real quick about this. Number one, between Raw and SmackDown, the, the only person who has been on TV recently who was not in the Royal Rumble last night was that was Zion Lee. What the hell? Number two, some of these damn um, some of these damn appearances were cut way short, and I'm giving it in one of them being Melina. That was actually her fault. She slipped. Oh, oh, she slipped. They they oh. said they because if you look if uh, somebody showed the clip, like, it looked like she actually slipped. It was a botch. She's supposed to stay in there longer. That's why you had Sasha doing the split. Because you saw Sasha's expression last night. She okay, was actually okay. very, very shocked that that happened. It was similar to the other botch in the men's r- Rumble match. Oh, okay, so, okay, okay. It's like, you saw how shocked she was on the ground. You saw how shocked Sasha was inside. So uh, I, be- right, right. I believe that was not done purposefully. I believe that maybe she would have been in there a little bit longer and then thrown out once the second person got in. Because that was Tamina. But yeah. I, d- I don't think that uh, I believe Melina was supposed to stay in longer because that that right there was like when I saw her as number two, I was like, this is a fucking dream match. Yeah. OK. OK. All right. I will. For the record, I was I did. I, I was in the kitchen taking care of something um, and didn't really see the whole time she was in the ring and everything. So it's like, OK, I'll, I'll grant you that one. All right. All right. Besides her, uh, Sasha got eliminated before number 10. No, 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 no. Especially after that reaction she got Friday night when she came back. That was complete and utter bullshit. And then it's just like, I don't know. It, it, it seemed like, yes, it was like half after for Aster, half, um, half the legends that and Hall of Famers that they announced and everything. But it's like a couple of those people really didn't need to be in the Rumble. You could have brought anybody in from NXT. So it's like part of the part of the decisions I do not I do not get. So I was gonna throw it to you anyway. Go ahead, Jolie. All right. So again, this was my favorite match of the night. I loved everything. Now I did not agree with um Sasha being eliminated before number 10, but I did like who eliminated her, to be perfectly honest. I love the fact that it was Alina in an anime cosplay. <laughs> Eliminating Sasha in anime cosplay, which I absolutely fucking love that gear. Those two gears were on fucking point. When she came out and did the pose, the kid me who grew up watching Sailor Moon was like, it's Usagi, it's Usagi, it's Serena. Where's, why is it, why isn't Ryu dressed up like Luna? So it's like, you know, I was just like, you know, completely geeking the fuck out over that. I didn't know exactly who it was to be honest and everything but i did think she looked very very cute and it's like i had to get and um my nephew was over he's 17 he watches wrestling like here here and there and everything 
and he and he saw her tore tore tear her skirt off and I was like and he's like it got shorter and I was like and I was like, and then I had so I had to educate him as in who makes her gear. <laughs> Yeah, right, go ahead. But no, like everybody's gear was on point. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt, you know, I really do wish I I do miss having a woman's commentator during the women's rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, Renee, please come back just for that, please. I can't listen to these fucking men, especially Corey Graves drooling over fucking oh. Carmella. I get, we get it. Sew his lips together. No, no, no. Fucking muzzle for him. We get it. You guys are getting married. Please stop, dude. You were so fucking embarrassing when you were drooling over Mandy Rose and everybody knew you and Carmella were together. This makes it worse. But anyway, um, you know, I think the fact that Lita came out as late as she did Mm -hmm. made me happy. She had a strong showing. Oh, yeah, for sure. My favorite legend and everybody's gonna laugh at this but when ivory came out to write to censor that was my vicky guerrero moment from the first women's royal rumble i thought the same damn thing too <laughs> like that was the most perfect like i was like that this is the vicky moment i love like even it's like a short spot i love those moments because right to censor especially in this day and age is just very fucking hilarious to me so it was just a great callback and kind of like a you know this is what the world's kind of like right now so i thoroughly enjoyed that moment my absolute shock in all though was when they brought out sarah logan and i know she was only in for like 30 seconds but you know what Liv needed that Liv has been alone this entire time since both her, both Sarah and Ruby have been let go. Mm -hmm. So getting to see them together and seeing Ruby supporting her girls online was just Mm -hmm. like the most heartfelt thing to me. And, you know, it does start that they both got eliminated the exact same time. Um, So that kind of stuff. Fuck you, Bella's. (laughs) Yes, fuck the Bellas. But one thing I will say is I really do wish they had the Bellas and Carmella and Zelina in at the ring at the same time. Because I wanted, I wanted that. I would have loved that showdown. Be like, we were, we're coming for the tag titles because I want that match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that right now. I want that fucking match at WrestleMania. I want the Bellas yeah. versus Carmella and Zelina. Yeah. And then the one pick that I knew was coming that I predicted was coming, that I predicted after she had her fucking child, I might say, and you guys can back me up on this, I said, Ronda will be back at the Rumble. I didn't think she was going to win it because (laughs) because of all the storylines that are already intertwined. Mm -hmm. But, you know, again, this was one of my favorite matches. Uh, It definitely threw a curveball into everybody's predictions because nobody really had Rhonda winning this. At least I don't think so. Um, uh, I'm not mistaken. The only person that actually predicted that Rhonda was going to win it was Dylan. So he had. Oh, he Dylan did. Per- 
Dylan predicted that Rhonda was going to, I think. Okay. So, you know. But again, I, I thought the rumble was great. And the best moment, in all honesty, like besides Sarah, Ivory, you know, and the legends, was Mickey James and them announcing her as the Impact Women's Champion. Yeah. That pop was louder than Rhonda's. I'm, I'm going to say that right now. That pop went absolutely fucking nutso. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just realized something. You guys are paying Paige for what? Half her on fucking commentary for fuck's sake. Exactly. Hello. I mean, I knew Beth was busy because she had her match and everything, but damn. Paige yeah, is no. dying to come back to even if it is commentary, manager, or something. I mean, shit. Hashtag we want Paige back. Yeah. But overall, I definitely give the women's match definitely five stars as well. Meltzer, suck my dick. Oh, man. Uh, well, let me ask you, yes or no, Jolly, do you feel like you, part of it was rushed? Yes, I believe because, because some of the quick... I believe some of the quick exits, like Sasha and others, you know, it, it felt like it was rushed. I honestly felt that they should have had their original plan. It should have been Brock versus Bobby to start that mess. Then the men's Royal Rumble. Have Brock attack somebody to get into the Rumble. Win the Rumble. And then have the women close out the show because it was a better match. And with Ronda being in the match, that brings back nostalgia to when she came and Philadelphia for the first women's rumble. So, you know, and I do miss having, like, I love what I loved about the first rumble. They had the women's champions sitting outside the the thing. Becky, yes, had a match and Charlotte was in the match, which again, I don't agree with. I have issues with that to be perfectly honest with you. I feel that I don't know what the hell they're doing with the SmackDown Women's Championship right now. Um, so I think it's just completely bonkers that they don't have her with a, a proper opponent. We'll see what happens and everything. And also, one, one thing before I throw it to Kayla and everything. If Vlad, the Royal Rumble gets Cameron back to team with Naomi... Tony is in to fucking this. trouble. Exactly. Tony is in fucking trouble. Exactly. Somebody better call her mama. Exactly. Because it was just like, oh, if those two got together. I just want, I, since Cameron was in, I was like, oh, please let her stay in long enough. And then fucking Sonia. But it's like, if they team up, the Funkadactyls no, are. No, 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 no. Hold on. Fuck you, Corey Graves, for putting that out there. That that's her best friend. Oh, I know, right? And Sonya's like, oh, so if anything happens to her, they'll trigger her. Mm-hmm. And, and then fucking Naomi comes out, runs rough shot, beats the fuck out of her. But I gotta say, you know, you know that TikTok that goes, Mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry. Mommy, sorry. Daddy? Yeah. That's exactly what was going through my head when I saw Sonya last night. Uh, 100% chef's kiss to her outfit. Um, I know she's not a complete and total douchebag in real life. She just plays a great one on TV uh, <laughs> and on Twitter. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, you know, like I said, 
The outfits were 100% on point last night. From Michelle McCool to Lita's to Charlotte's to Sarah's to Liv's. I, I, you know, even dusting off Molly Holly and right to censor Ivory. 100% on point. I, again, there's just something about when it comes to the Women's Royal Rumble, they have a little bit more flair for fashion. And I do love that about that because, you know, they go a little bit more out in their gear while the men just come out in fucking sweatpants. Okay. All right. Kayla, floor is yours. Um, I really enjoyed the Women's Rumble. Um, obviously, because I wear a second shift, it was so hard not to really look at, you know, social media, you know, look at stuff. Um, I um, didn't mention this. I did know one spoiler because my friend forgot I was working. So I knew that the tribal chief retained. That was the only thing I knew. Didn't know who retained, uh, who returned or anything. Um, but anyway, is it the fact? At first, I didn't know what Sasha's gear was until later today. Actually, I saw it was Sailor Moon, and I thought it was totally awesome. Um, I didn't like the fact that she didn't stay in there long enough. Um, but I did enjoy the little split contest between her and Melina um even though they realized oh oh, she screwed up um let's just make the fun out of it um the fact that Mickey James showed up playing her impact music coming with the belt was just awesome and Mm -hmm. and like Jolie says she downloaded the theme I'm gonna have to go find it myself because I kind of you know I like it because it was it was just amazing. Um, and then Sarah Logan, that, then that, that just melted my heart again. And then just mm-hmm. the way it was just like that moment, you know, her music hit. And then it was like, after live figure, like, wait, she's back. And then, um, I had seen a segment after the fact when they were getting interviewed and, you know, the fact that Liv was in tears, she was just so happy. Um, like Jolie said, she needed that because she don't have Ruby no more. She don't have Sarah. You know, she really don't have anybody that's, you know, backing her up. Mm-hmm. So that moment melted my heart when she realized. Um, I was sad that they both did get eliminated at the same time, but um, kind of gives them a moment, you know, to hang out backstage. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm pretty sure they probably hung out after the rumble too. So that wasn't my question is who's watching all the kids? Yeah, Sarah's, <laughs> Becky's. I know, right? <laughs> well, I know Eric was backstage, so that takes care of Sarah's. So And you got the Bellas, they probably had their kids with them. Mm-hmm. Well, Seth's match was first with Roman, so he was watching Beck when Beck Becky, yeah, so they had it covered. Uh I know um uh, Nikki's was at home because okay. uh yeah, because uh Artem uh had pictures on instagram with uh him and uh mateo in the fearless uh get up and everything it was so cute mateo's so cute (laughs) and i think if i'm not mistaken i think Rhonda's daughter was at home with travis and the boys so no she said that her daughter's in the bus okay well she didn't she did an interview after the fact and edge and beth's kids were front row and they carried them backstage that was cool Um. Anyway, the oh, after the riot. Um, let's see. You were talking about Sarah, and then I think you yeah. transitioned to something else. I'm trying to get my train of thought. 
Um, I did kind of think the whole Ivory thing was funny, and then the fact that Rhea's is like after Rhea eliminated, she's like, "Oh no, you didn't!" You know, it's just like it just made. I think it just made it even funnier. And then, then the fact um, the last Royal Rumble, Nikki eliminated Brie, then this time Brie ended up eliminating Nikki. You got a revenge, yeah. so I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of funny. Um. And then when Bad Reputation hit. And that Rena, it was just like, and she stormed down to the ring. Everyone just stops and looks like, oh, great. You know, you know, you know, like we stated, we knew she was going to return because, you know, after she had the baby, you know, and stuff like that, she was hinting, you know, that she was returning. Um, you know, like Jolie called it, you know, saying that, you know, she's coming back to the rumble and, you know, just the fact that she was there. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. And then it got to the end and she had actually ended up winning it. And I was just like, okay, okay. Um, you know, I'll take it. I, you know, enjoyed it. I actually, um, miss seeing her. I did see something that I think she only signed the year contract. So we're probably going to hear, have her getting rushed back to the top again. Who knows? Um, but hopefully she does stick around because I think she needs to. And I like the fact of um, Jolie having them as a tag, uh, her and Shane as a tag team. I would mm-hmm. definitely love to see those two go after the women's tag team titles. Um, you know, it's just, there was a, just a lot of stuff that, you know, popped in that, um, in that rumble. Yeah. And, you know, Natty, you know, obviously her and Natty are friends in real life, but that little feud fire, you know, cause it's everyone goes, you know, I just, you know, I agree. The first ever Rumble ever is going to be the first ever one because that was a history-making moment. But um, this Rumble, I liked it. I liked the fact that, you know, Ronda came back. She killed it. She eliminated. And another spark in the ring, number 30, when Shayna came out, that spark right there. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it'd get down to them at the end. You know, just yeah. see, you know, how well are you really good friends with her kind of thing. But then when it got down to her and Charlotte, and I said, ooh, this will be interesting. Because so, if, I'm, cause if I'm not mistaken, I'm sorry to cut you off. If I'm not mistaken, I think that was like the first time they've been in the ring together in so. WWE. I think so. Yeah, so it's like. Yeah, and, you know, it's well, whoever she chooses at Rumble. Um, I'm excited. Um, but, you know, like, you know, Becky stated she don't want her. So if we go, she goes after Charlotte or you know whatever's next i'm excited for it um i'm happy for her i'm glad that she's back and when her shirt comes out in the shop i'm definitely going to get it because right now we have her white rowdy ronda rousey shirt and i kind of want the black one um so (laughs) i used to have the white one and then i destroyed it oh i I made it becky i made it becky friendly for a house show oh okay (laughs) i was like what (laughs) um but no, but I do want her new shirt most definitely. Um, but I love that match. If I, you know, it was entertaining. Um, I was, I will say, I loved everyone that was in that match. They made it entertaining. However, I was a little shocked that we didn't see no Oscar. There was no Alexa. You know, it's just, and I, I, mean, I just, it just makes me wonder where they're coming up in this because. And then there was no NXT, you know, talent in there. That was kind of strange. 
Yeah, for like, yeah, it's like, because I think this is like the first time on either side that Mm -hmm. it's like we didn't have anybody from NXT and everything. And then, like you mentioned, Kat, where was Ia Lee in that, you know? So, you know, they make her this badass, you know, person taking out bullies, you know, on SmackDown, and she wasn't even in it. But I enjoyed it. Um, I absolutely loved it. Other than uh, we do need to sew Corey Graves' lips together when Carmella's in the ring. Um, So, other than that, I had to rate it five stars. I enjoyed that match. It was entertaining. I got excited. And so, it's, I definitely enjoyed it. I have no bad thing to say about that Rumble. And props to Aaliyah because this was her first Rumble and everything. And it's like, she actually showed out a little bit too. And then it's like, I really didn't, it, one more thing. I really didn't see why Molly Holly wasn't at, at first, because especially since she was produ- that backstage producing, but then Nikki A.S.H. was still in the match. And so it's like, going, okay, okay. I kind of get it. Like there can only be one superhero ish type person and stuff. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> Sorry about that. Okay. Raw Women's Championship. Becky and Dewdrop, and I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this to you, Jolie, because we were talking earlier and stuff, and you said surprisingly, well, yes, you're a big, big Becky fan, but this was the uh, the match was, was underwhelming. This, was, this wasn't the match that I thought it was gonna be. I mean, I've seen Piper Dewdrop wrestle before. I thought this was gonna be a lot better. It was kind of slow paced. It just, I think, what happened was, and like we were talking about before when we were doing that other podcast um when the sign caught fire it kind of like you know just made everything a little bit worse so understandably that you know nobody was paying attention to the match and that just took away from it but you know becky being becky used what she saw to try to get the and shouting out that i'm straight fire look i caught this the sign caught on fire because of me so, you know, I understand what she did. And it just, I just felt, you know, I felt bad for them because the crowd was so out of it. But it just was very underwhelming. It was interesting to see Becky do a Molly go around because she's not a flyer. Uh, Becky brought out, definitely brought out a lot more uh, Arsenal. So I'm very proud of her for that. But uh, this is a three and a half for me. Yeah. But of course, it's like she had to figure out a way to get that manhandle slam on there. So it's like second rope. I was like, well, I mean, that was that, that was like that was ingenious, and like you know, it was nice to see a clean win. Yeah, because everybody's like, oh, it's gonna end in DQ. That's all how Becky knows how to win. That's all she knows how to do is end in DQ. Well, shut up, sweetheart. She didn't. <laughs> all right, Kayla. I did like the fact that she said, "I'm straight fire." Except this, you know, sign on fire was uh. You know, I like that, the fact that she said that. Um, I mean, it was a good match. Um, you know, like Joey mentioned, a little, it was a little weak, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but I will admit, you know, do job or whatever, she does have some moves on her. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it was like I said, I felt like, you know, also, Julia said it felt like the crowd wasn't with it. Like, they yeah. deserved more, you know. Out of a Becky match. Yeah, you needed, they like, they needed more force behind it and they didn't get it. But um, 
I did like the fact, you know, she had to get that manhandle slam, you know, going. So she did it from the top rope and got the win. Um, I did like the fact she tried everything she could, you know, get and how Dewdrop got out of the disarmor that one. That one kind of that one kind of mm-hmm. scared me there for a minute when she rolled her back up out of the disarmor. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> but um, but no, the fact that Becky retained, you know, no DQ, no holding on to the ropes, it was, you know, a decent match um above all. But if I I'm gonna agree with Jolie, if I had to um rate it, I'd give about three and a half. So. All right. Yeah, it's just like I missed the start of it because I had, I had to run another room for a minute and stuff like that. But it's just like, yeah, there definitely could have been more to it and stuff. All right, Brock and Bobby. The moment of the night where everything went to hell. <laughs> in a good way, in a good way, in, in, in a good way, and stuff like that. Okay, so <laughs> it was the, the, way, the way that the match started out, you could tell it wasn't going to be any kind of squash match because they were both kind of equal in size. My nephew said that uh, Bobby looked like he was wearing platforms for a minute there because <laughs> of how his shoes were and stuff. But Kayla, oh my god! First of all, I want to say, was Bobby Lashley even fucking human? Because it was just like everything that Brock did, his ass just got right back up. Like when Brock side swipe, you know, side to uh, step to the side. When yeah. Lashley went for that, you know, spear to the barricade, it was like. It was like freaking Braun Strowman all over again, just popping up through the thing. And I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? Um, I actually enjoyed the match. It, you know, yeah. it was entertaining. Um, I love the fact that Brock was in the ring. Four, five. Every time he gave him a, you know, German suplex, I thought it was great. Um, <laughs> I heard him, yeah. And it's just, but I noticed Something I did notice that Paul Heyman was looking a little off. Like, it wasn't his normal, you know, motivation. And I'm like, okay. I even told mom a little bit. I said, watch out. Look how MVP's getting into this. Mm -hmm. Versus you barely ever saw Paul Heyman. You know, they're always constantly showing him at ringside. I think you only saw him, like, maybe, like, one and a half time the whole time he was out there. But is the fact when Brock went to do the F5, Bobby's feet got in the way, knocked over the ref, and they're looking around, and next thing you know, here comes Roman. And I was like, oh, shit. And then <laughs> he looks at Heyman, gives him the belt, knocks him out, and, you know, after even after the, after the spear, or mm. was it Superman punch? I think it was a... Well, anyway. Well, it's, it, both, yeah, he ended up doing both. I think it was like two spears, I think. Okay. Was it the fact I'm like, uh oh. And then Bobby gets Bobby pins him. And Brock got the title. Uh Brock lost. And then the fact that Heyman walks out with Roman. And it's just like, you know, a part of us knew that this was like a setup. Didn't we like kind of like talk about yeah. this and call yeah. it? And exactly. I this months ago. Yeah. Exactly. We predict, you know, predicted this months ago. This is a setup. It's not, you know, you just don't give up, you know, Paul Heyman like that. And it was just, even though we predicted it and we knew it was coming, it's just that moment like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, <it's> just like, <laughs> um, 
But what made it even more interesting, I looked at mom and I said, I'm calling it. Brock Lesnar is entering the Royal Rumble. She says, well, what was your prediction? I said, screw my prediction. I said, Brock Lesnar is going to be in that Royal Rumble. He's going to win it. And he's going after WrestleMania for the Universal title. And he says, and mom's like, I could see that, you know. <laughs> so it's just like, but, you know, like I said at the time, it was just a wild prediction. But um, it's, but I still also, same way with Seth and Roman, I'm going to say Brock ain't done with Bobby because, you know, it's, that was a match that we always wanted, that we always wanted. Yeah. Um, and believe it or not, I want to say it's probably one of the funniest matches the whole night. You know, it's just, it was just funny. And I mean, because Brock was getting laughing about it. Bobby had the serious face the whole night. It was like, big ball bitch over there going, you know. I know, so right? <laughs> he was like, Bobby's trying to be serious all night, but Brock wasn't being. So, yeah, I, I enjoy it. You know, it was it was entertaining. It was a funny match, and and then it's it, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's like you could definitely tell that MVP was into it more because it's like boys like got got his cane in one hand and he's running around the damn ring. <laughs> like, put that cane down. You don't need it. What are you even exactly, for, bitch? <laughs> Oh my god. No, my predictions got screwed up when Seth didn't get the title. It kind of threw everything off. My predictions sucked ass. Oh, I don't even I'm not going to go into detail, but um uh, we're not recording. Remind me of a something something that was once seen me the oh, pictures yeah, yeah. later. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. I'll I'll do that and everything. Yeah, just uh, a bunch of bullshit and you'll see why. <laughs> okay. All right, Jolie. All right, so as predicted months ago, when you know the tribal chief bullshit went down and he left, I mean, went to Lesnar. I will say I loved hearing Lesnar get introduced by Heyman. That felt so nice to hear that. Um, so I love that, but I knew something hinky was coming. One hundred percent knew something hinky was coming. So. I enjoyed the match. Like you said, you saw MVP walking around, but you know, you just saw Heyman just standing there like the fat little walrus that he is. And you're like, okay, why, why is he not doing anything? Why is he not doing anything? Why is he not doing anything? Come on, do something. Like you poke something with a stick, do something, do something. And he's not doing anything. Like, okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. And then you're like, all right, refs down, not once, but twice. Mm-hmm. All right, here comes Roman. Boom, down, there we go. Oh, look, Cayman's handing him the title, and he didn't even look threatened. Set up. I'm thinking, and I texted you this. I said, I fucking called it. I called this months ago. And you're like, yeah, shut up. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, but you were thinking it. Love it. <laughs> But no, it was, I actually, you know, despite that, and then once Lesnar lost, I'm like, fuck, he's going to win the Rumble. And that's exactly how I said, motherfucker, he's going to win the Rumble. But, you know, it was a very entertaining match, and Bobby is not human. I just wish that it didn't <laughs> go down the way that it did. I wanted a one-on-one without interference. So put him in a cage. Straight up, put those two motherfuckers in a cage. Oh, somebody was mentioned here in my house last night. I forgot who. <laughs> 
But yeah, no, it was, I give that a match a solid four. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's see. It couple versus grit couple. This one lasted a little bit longer than I thought it would and everything. And they gave Maurice more spots than I thought they would and stuff, but it ended up being a very fun and entertaining match. I'm glad that Edge and uh, Best Daughters were ringside to watch mommy and daddy work. <laughs> and it's like, it, I swear, the next generation of wrestling is going to be insane. I mean, because it's like, I know Ruby and Lyric are older than them, but it's just like, I'm thinking that I was like thinking tag team with the girls. It's like Ruby and Lyric versus Madison and uh, uh, Monroe. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, I but it's like after this match, it's like Edge needs to like start working towards his legit WrestleMania opponent, which I'm hoping is AJ Styles because I'm hearing his name come up a lot. What do you think, Jolly? Well, the match was fun. I love the double glam slam. I love the double spear on the Miz. Um, Maurice kept pissing me off, but that's what she's supposed to do, of course. Um, but. Definitely a great fun match, and it better lead to AJ versus Edge. Sorry, there's nobody else. Or, well, okay, there's one other person, but I'll say that when we talk about the Rumble. So okay. I give that match a 3.75 just because it went too long. Okay. Kayla? Um, I love, like I said in our my predictions, I love both sides. Um, like Julie said, Maurice kept pissing me off, but, you know, hey, that's what Maurice does. You know, she does her part. You know, like even Miz has said, you either love them or you hate them. And mm-hmm. if they don't hate them, then they're not doing their job. Right. Um, but I did like both sides. But the fact, um, I kind of agree with Jolie. It should have ended quicker than what it did. Um, but I definitely did like, you know, the uh, double the double glam slam at the end. I think that just, you know, topped it off. Um but um, the fact that the way that I love when they come out together, they do their entr- the entrance mm-hmm. together. So, um, and Maurice, that, and- that was that was my favorite part. Oh, that yeah. that and her um, Luna Vachon homage. Yeah, love that. Yeah. And then the fact, Ms. Maurice, how many times you got a kiss in the ring? I mean, come on now. That was. <laughs> they're not the it couple. They're the spit couple. God, it was just like, how are you? Two seconds later. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, y'all, we get it. You're together. Okay, um, it's like, I, I'm loving Debbie with my husband, but not that much. But, but it's like, they they over they overkill it to a point. It's just like, all right, all right, all right. But I enjoyed it. Um, like I was, you know, wanting Beth and Edge to win because, you know, you never seen them in the ring together. First time ever. So, mm-hmm. Hopefully there's more matches like that. Um, but, you know, I kind of enjoyed that. So it was, you know, above all, I had to give it a rating and probably just because of the legends and who was in it, I'd give it three and a half. Because, you know, four, four people that you like the most and you're just like, I want this one really well. I like this one, you know, so, <laughs> you know. All right, so before we get to the Men's Royal Rumble, do either one of you think, are we ever, ever, ever going to see Edge and Beth versus Seth and uh, Becky? I think it all depends on the storyline, and both couples know that. Um, I don't don't think it should be forced. I think if, you know, you have a one-off pay-per-view like this, I'll say this. 
if it wasn't, if Saudi wasn't next, I would say, and if they both wanted, if all four agreed to go to Saudi, I think that would have been a perfect Saudi match. Okay. Because it's a one-off. A lot of times Saudi matches don't have anything to do with storyline. And I think it, it would have been perfect. So. This one's going to be huge though. Yeah. No, this is, and I'll get to watch half of it before I have to go to work because it's in Jeddah and Jeddah and I get to watch like until like three o'clock. So I'm happy about that. At least I get to see two hours of it. Yeah. Kayla, you think we'll we'll ever get the match? Like Joy says, whatever the storyline falls into it, um, it eventually, I think, you know, eventually it will happen. Um, most, most definitely. Um, what point? I don't know, but that, that's a match I definitely want to see before, you know, Edge and Beth really decide, you know, wrestling is not what they want to do no more. So, but I think we'll eventually get it. So. Okay. I think, um, who called that match last night? Is that Corey Graves and? Yeah, it was wrong. I I believe it was uh, one of the guys said that Edge literally is on borrowed time. So, like, like, I think he's going to just go enough until he, he's satisfied. And Beth, Beth can come back whenever the hell she wants because she's stronger than half the men in mm-hmm. that locker room. Mm-hmm. So, and I just want to say about her, she, you know, yeah, as we've seen her in the Rumble, but every time she comes back, she looks better and better every time. Oh, yeah. And then the fat mom had brought up the part, speaking of Rumbles, um, you know, we were thinking, well, how they kept saying, well, Miz needs to get out of the ring. I said, Beth don't care. Beth's going to sit there and knock the crap out of the Miz because talking about someone to enter herself in the Men's Royal Rumble, kissed the great Kali, and pulled his ass out and eliminated his ass out of the Royal Rumble. So, (laughs) yeah, Beth's not afraid to hit a guy, and she's not afraid to eliminate you. So Exactly. (laughs) For real, for real, for real. All right, Men's Royal Rumble. Um, Boring as fuck. Only because everyone that came out, there was no surprises until, like, the late 20s. So it's like I knew every person was going to come out again with like with the women. Some of these eliminations happen like way too fast. Kofi, I, I feel so bad for Kofi because his, his spot got botched for real. And it's like I wanted a highlight reel and I know McAfee did too and everything. So it's like I felt bad. I, I definitely felt bad about that. Uh, you could have had the Mysterios in the ring at the same time. Hello. Um, I'm glad Drew came back and eliminated dipshits. <laughs> And it's like Shane had no fucking business in that rumble whatsoever. Jeez. And then, of course, the pop for Randy Orton in St. Louis. That was that was great. That was great. But Kayla, this was my least favorite match of the night. Um, I was a little disappointed in it. Um, only because there was no forbidden door whatsoever with the men's Royal Rumble. Um. We've been wanting moose. We didn't see that happening. That would have been, you know, killer. We didn't see that. Um, The fact we knew he was going to be in it, but a waste of space was Johnny Knoxville. Like, what the hell? Um, You're right. Shane Shane McMahon McMahon (laughs) shouldn't have even been in that match. Um, It's the fact, um, and I will give Bad Bunny some credit. That bunny's got some moves, girl. You okay. know, it's just... I, uh, sorry, to cut you off really quick. I saw... I, no, no, because I, I saw this on Twitter and everything. Do you agree with this? They should rename that the Bunny Destroyer. 
Agreed. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kayla. Sorry. Um, I mean, it was um enjoy the fact that, you know, he was killing it. Um and Seamus, speaking of Seamus, he uh posted a picture, his new Twitter picture is a bunny with an X through it, because he got eliminated by a bunny. So <laughs> but um but no, um the whole point that um Austin Theory lasted so long, my mom goes, So help me, so help me. And my mom goes, I don't care who eliminates Austin Theory, I'm gonna be a fan for life. And I was just like so you'd be happy if Madcap Moss or Baron Corbin eliminates? She says, yes, I said that. Well, she was so happy when AJ eliminated Austin. She's like, whew, I liked AJ. So, <laughs> so Thank you. So, um, so she's like, thank you, AJ. I love you forever. Um, but it really saddened me that I didn't even see Finn Balor that match. Not even a surprise. Not even... And then my friend tweeted out, he wasn't in the Rumble because he's home in Ireland. Really? Only because, obviously, I guess, so, you know, hearing rumors, they're not doing anything with them. So what else is he supposed to do? You know? But, um, but no, it was number 29. I absolutely loved the pop for Orton. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was hilarious that Riddle lasted longer than Orton did. <laughs> um, that was kind of funny. Um, but number 30, when Brock's music hit, I was like, oh shit, it's going down. And then, sure enough, he got down to it. He won. And I said, yep, this is how it's going to go. And um, mom goes, well, that was interesting. She goes, think about it. Two UFC people, uh, former UFC, both run the Rumbles. And I said, yep. And I said, well, I like this Brock. So, you know, a lot of people say, well, why are you happy with it? I'm okay with it. It may not have been, you know, the most exciting Rumble like the female because you didn't know, you know, with the pop. Because obviously – Everybody pretty much on that was on the roster was in that dang match. Mm-hmm. And there was no surprises other than, you know, Bad Bunny, Shane fucking McMahon. I think that's it. Yeah. Really? Honestly? I mean, I don't think there was. Well, Drew kind of technically was a surprise because. Yeah, because he, was... he had returned back. That's right. Um, yeah. But other than that, no. Before, before Drew, there really was like no surprise. Every, every person had already declared Mm-hmm. And like I said, there was no forbidden door for it either. So, you know, a lot of people that said they're upset that, you know, Brock lost, you know, his title and he's in the Rumble and he won the Rumble. I'm okay with it. I mean, if someone don't like it, well, they can come tackle, they can come to South Carolina and tackle Carolina Boss Lady and she'll take you out because, you know, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing against it. Um, for once in my life, I'm actually cheering for Brock, you know, because – He's another one. You either got to love him or hate him. Well, guess what? I actually love him the way they got him going on. Um, mm-hmm. So other than the non-surprising, I mean, I would say it wasn't my least favorite, but it definitely wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't do it because of the talent. It was kind of entertaining a little bit, but I'm actually going to have to just because of 
there was no spunk to it like the women's, I would have to give it two and a half. Only just because I wanted more excitement into it, it more than what it was. Um, hell, even though with him being cleared, you know, a surprise would have been Corey Graves, you know, or something, you know, make, you know, something, make it pop a little bit more than what it did. But even if, even if like, um, who was, I think what, one of y'all mentioned it earlier or somebody, Jolie mentioned it earlier. Like, it's like, if Corey would start taking off like his headset and everything, yeah. and then, and then like Brock came out and like bitch slapped them and FI them and then got in the ring for himself, something. Something, yeah, something. We didn't even get that. So it was just, I don't know, just for once, I can say I was disappointed in the men's rumble. It was just not what expect. Because when you expect open forbidden door, you're thinking, Ooh, this person could be in the men's, this person could be in the men's. This per-. And then it was like, well, what happened to, you know, almost one of your most top wrestlers, not even in the match? And, you know, like that. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jolly. Okay, so. Bad Bunny was definitely the my favorite spot of the night with the Bunny Destroyer. 100%. I, I popped when his music hit. Um, I was disappointed when AJ got knocked out. I was disappointed when Drew got knocked out. I loved when I heard his music. I, I ran back and I was cheering because I missed Drew, Drew again. I, when he was heel for WrestleMania 35, I had the chance at access to meet him. Mm-hmm. And I basically told him, I said, look, I know... I'm supposed to cheer for Roman, but I hope you beat the shit out of him. <laughs> he he laughed um, because I've always liked I've always liked Drew. Drew has been again. Like, he's very inspirational. With like you know he he fucked up. He came back, and you mm. know when it came down to him and Brock at the end, I was just praying to God that it would happen again. But you know, technically, if you want to think about it. Drew has a clean slate against Bobby Lashley. He can go for that title again. Yeah, because I, I was like, because like I thought about that too when it got down to those two, and I was like, going, okay, Brock really doesn't need the Rumble because the story with him's already set. You could have had Drew win it for the second time in two years and then challenge and then challenge Bobby, but no. Yeah, I know, but um, I will say that I did pop when I hear here comes the money I mean that I just I was I was actually shocked and surprised that Shane was there considering that his grandmother just passed away so um that was very shocking but I was happy that he got to come back and at least experience that um him eliminating KO everyone's like oh fuck not this storyline again all right um I don't think that's gonna happen I think I think honestly, it's going to be between Drew, KO, and Big E to go against um, for the title shot at WrestleMania. I could probably see an Elimination Chamber number one contenders match next month. I think that would be the perfect way to set up for that. I think you get those beefy men slapping and get a couple more beefy men slapping. Everything would be great. Um, about the Forbidden Door. Again, it all depends on who wanted to work it, and if and if they were trying, and they just said it, they couldn't come to agree to terms to stuff. It's understandable. They probably should have started sooner. But um, honestly, the men's was lackluster, like you said. Uh, Brock losing, then you so you automatically knew he was fucking winning, and that was just you know again 
he could have done, he could have pulled a Becky Lynch and, well, technically wouldn't have been a Nia Jax taking out Lana. But, you know, just do something to, like, get that spot and, mm-hmm. you know, have Adam Pierce come out. No, you can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. And then just have him run rough shot and knock everybody out and win. That would have been more interesting to me. Yeah. But, but then again, I, I was just thinking about it as you guys were talking. It's like, I kind of like baby face Brock. I don't want I I don't want him to go back to being a dick. I don't either. Neither. I like this. Uh, yeah, I like this Brock a lot. <laughs> so it's like you know, it's it's very interesting as what's going to happen. As for Finn, um, I don't know what they're doing with him. To be perfectly honest, they've dropped the ball on him so many times. But again, I kind of blame Seth Rollins for that. To be perfectly honest, since mm-hmm. he was the one that injured him when he first came over, um, and they, for all we know, and you know, we are not the dirt sheets. We don't have all these sources backstage like some of these guys claim to have. I for really all, sure I I do too. <laughs> I really do. But for all we know, he could just say, like you know, I want time off. We're trying to start a family. He's married. You know, maybe he wants to start a family. Maybe they're trying to start a family. Maybe he has to go through treatment. Maybe she has to go through treatment. You know, we don't know what's going on in this personal life. Maybe he just says, I need time off. And that's it. I'm as long as he somehow comes back, because he just signed a new contract, right? I think. I know Sammy's Sammy resigned, Kale resigned. Um I don't know about Finn signed a new contract. Becky yet. resigned, Charlotte resigned last year. Um, Sasha resigned. So, I think the only one that has not resigned out of those is uh, Bailey. But, but like you know, like you said, like you know, where where was like you know where was the Forbidden Door? Where were the NXT people? I think that was the biggest, you know, what the fuck moment of the night for both Rumbles. Is mm-hmm. where's the NXT now? Unless they want to try to keep the two products separate for right now. And then maybe do an invasion closer to Survivor Series. Okay, that okay. could work. I would be okay with that, Vince. Uh, because, like, you know, I would have loved to see Braun Breaker in the ring with fucking Brock Lesnar. Like, how right? fucking epic that 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 place would have erupted. And you know, I kind of did hope that Randy would have won because of being in St. Louis. But I'm glad he got the pop that he did. Oh yeah. So you know, other than that. The show overall, out of 10, I give it a 7.5 just because the lackluster men's and Becky's match. But other than that, like it, it was a very solid pay-per-view. There's been worse. People like, yeah, I've never seen... Oh, there's been worse. Oh, yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 7 out of 10 for me because it's like basically for the same... For, for kind of like the same reasons. I give it like 7 out of 10. What about you, Kayla? Yeah, I'm going to go about seven and a half other than, you know, Becky's match and, you know, the men's rumble was a little luck last, um, little lack lacking a little bit, luster. lackluster, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, above all, I was satisfied. Like I said, I was happy with both Ronda and Brock winning, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. I had no problem with it. And then seeing the tweets after and everyone's like, that was the worst rumble. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I mean, a lot of people are not happy that Ronda's back. I get it. She's not everybody's cup of tea. 
She has said shit in the past that is kind of being very controversial, mm-hmm. you know, but just because she's a controversial little asshole, I still like her. I've still, I still loved her when she was in UFC. You know, I love the story. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have respect for her. I don't respect her husband from the bullshit I heard that he's done in the past, but you know, I respect her. So it just, it all depends on, you know, I, I get it. I get people are upset. She's not the cup of tea. People wanted Sasha. Now for all we know, and again, if what if Sasha said she can only be in for a certain amount of time and they wanted her number one. And that's why we, we don't know all the ins and outs. Like I said, I True. love the fact that Selena was the one that eliminated her. I love the cosplay. I love all, everything was just mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. Yeah. Uh, for like, you know, just for that. And, and you damn well know Vincent Kennedy McMahon is not going to have Sasha in some way, shape, or form, not in a title match at WrestleMania. She will be in a title match. I don't know which one. I think it should be the Ronda Charlotte one and, you know, Charlotte eating the pin for Sasha make, still makes Ronda look strong, but. I had a wild thought on that. What if, and this is a big what if, um, you already said earlier, which I kind of agree that um, it would be nice to have like a tag title match between Selena and Carmella and the Bellas and everything. What if a one-time reunion got her into that title match as well? I'd be okay with the uh, Bayash reunion. I Some mean, people te- I mean, technically they just proved that they're still best friends. Oh yeah, they're at the 49ers game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we wrap this up, I'm gonna put you both on the spot because I did think of another. I did think of another question. Okay, so we're now officially on the road to WrestleMania. WrestleMania time equals Hall of Fame. Kayla, if you could put three people in the Hall of Fame this year, who would it be? Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> um, three people to the Hall of Fame. Um, Undertaker. Okay. Um. Shoot. You need a minute? Give me a minute to think about it. Undertaker's All right. Dully. Okay. William Regal. Okay. Mickey James. Okay. Betty White. Oh. I like the Betty White one. Oh man! Uh, but I'm shocked you brought up the Hall of Fame because of all the shit that's been out there right now. So, oh, I know because of yeah, because of uh, a certain tag team, uh, part of a tag team and everything. I don't, I won't go into all that and everything, but and, and I will. I, I do want to touch on one thing while Kayla's thinking when okay. it comes to the whole Jeff Hardy situation. The WWE does not owe anybody a reason why they released him. If they suspected him of doing drugs, they had every right to release him. And I'm pretty sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, did we not see somebody say that he was out drinking at the bars with the rest with fellow wrestlers? I heard a little bit, yeah. So that's actually a no-no when you are in AA or mm-hmm. NA. That is a big no-no. And that's just coming from somebody that actually knows a little bit about that. 
because I have family members that have been NANA. Right. So you're actually not supposed to do any type of addictive behavior. And I got into a giant argument with somebody over this. And I will say this. I believe that Jeff Hardy needs to stop wrestling, not because of drugs, not because of alcohol, but just because it is a very, very, very tight, tightrope. And you can wobble at any time. And I would rather him be happy, healthy, out there, you know, doing his shows and maybe doing pop-up wrestling events. I don't want him to sign a long-term contract with AEW because, you know, apparently they'll just let you sit on the shelf and then just say, we're not re-signing you. Yeah. Poor Mark Stunt. Oh. But there was a couple people, like even Brian Cage. Didn't Brian Cage... Like, isn't he about to get released from AEW, apparently? I mean, they're not using him, and I don't I haven't heard anything about them renewing, their, renewing his contract. Well, they said they're, they're allowing a lot of these contracts to just to go out. So, you know, whether or not he signs a contract, I, I just... WWE does not owe any... And WWE didn't bash Jeff Hardy. No, not at all. That was the fan base that bashed Jeff Hardy. That was the AEW fanboys, the WWE smarks. It was all of them. And, you know, we never speculated. We speculated, but we also said we did not know. And whether or not he did fall off the wagon, all we have ever wanted here at Queen's Takeover is for Jeff to be happy and healthy. So I will put that out there. That's not technically a retraction because I'm not 100% sure what we said. And if you guys send uh, that listen, say, well, yeah, you did say that and you prove it, we will apologize but again we've only ever said that you know we want him happy and healthy and we all uh, i mainly said because he's been my favorite wrestler since 1999 i would like him to stop wrestling because i would rather him be able to walk his his daughters down the aisle than wheel next to them in a wheelchair yeah all right Kayla. all right I give you enough time yeah <laughs> Um, I did actually still want a Jolie's because I did think about that um, more than honor. But um, Undertaker, William Regal, and if I had to throw a female in there, um, I kind of, I kind of wish um, it would be Melina in a way. Just, just you know, I mean, obviously, well, not because she botched, but you know, I always enjoyed her, you know, oh, yeah. and just seeing, just hearing her music last night, just you know bring back old time so oh for, real, I, for I do believe melina will get in i just don't think she's going to get in solo i think she's going to get in with eminem and it might be next year because of hollywood stuff yeah I, I think you know i i think that would be awesome and it might be a way to smooth things over with taya a little bit because john didn't seem that angry to be let go Mm-mm. i was more it, like taya was like whoa mm-hmm. well Again, and I like looking at NXT, they want young, they want fresh, and I understand it. And uh, a lot of these people, and uh, if you guys have not seen that Randy Orton interview, I suggest you go see it because he talks about this, where some of these NXT guys and gals come up and like, all right, let's go. Let me have my spot. I was, I was a big shot down there. Let me be a big shot up here. It's not how it works. And I think a lot of people forget that and that the respect is dwindling and you even, it's not even just in WWE, you kind of see it in AEW. 
you see an impact. You see the only place I do not ever see, you know, people saying, well, I deserve this. I deserve that is New Japan. Like they're very respectful. That's a very respectful company. And, you know, I like that they are very, very respectful towards each other as, as a company. But like, you know, Randy's like, you know, if you are a big guy and you're a little guy, but you got to make the big guy look good. If you're that big guy, get the guy, little guy, a fucking bag of ice. I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, if he makes you look good, make sure you take care of him. Like the veterans have done everything they can to make some of these guys look really good in ring. Yeah. I mean, I know carrying cross is great in ring, but that match with Jeff, Jeff really made carry and look 10 times stronger than he really is when he cheated to win. Like that, that match was awesome. As short as it was us getting no more words, but like, you know, like the fact that, you know, it made Karrion look so much stronger that Jeff, the baby face, had to cheat to win. You know, and it, it just sucks that some of this stuff has to come out like this. Yeah. Because Randy is very respectful when it comes to the business. He's he's learned. He's fucked up a lot. I mean, there's some shit coming out about him right now. But, you know, he's fucked up a lot as a kid coming up because he's almost 40 or he is 40. But mm-hmm. he did a lot of stupid shit. 20 years ago yeah and people learn people grow people change you're not the same person 20 years ago so it's like the fact that if somebody who was a self-proclaimed asshole has changed his tune and become a mentor randy orton is now a mentor everybody think this the guy that shit in a diva's bag back in the day is mentoring some of these people he's met He's made Riddle into a better star. Oh yeah, for real. It's like turn turn his turn him like completely around. I mean, then again, he does get Randy the best weed, but Randy's words, <laughs> Randy's words. But it, it's, oh man. But you know, this has just been a fun weekend. Uh, I'm glad I got to watch the Rumble live last night. I think I would have been very very upset seeing some of these returns on Twitter. So thank you, Nor'easter, for hitting us. Oh, as far as like the Hall of Fame, I do agree about if Taker goes in this year, then Batista will probably get his spot next year. And uh, no waiting. Uh, that bunny needs to go in for real. For real. He's earned it. Within, within one year, he's earned it. Question. They haven't put in the last year's people, have they? Yeah. Okay, yeah, they, they did. did. Okay. They did double. Okay, they did do double. I, I don't remember. Okay, honestly, 2021 and 2020, I don't remember shit. That's okay. It's, it's literally been two years wrapped into one. And all right, geez, Louise. Oh man. Uh, can y'all believe next week's anniversary? Hurdle shut. <laughs> wow. Uh, Hurdle fucking shit. Let's that's what we'll have the clash of the Coliseum. This the Olympus start. The Pro Bowl, and then we'll have the Super Bowl on the Turner 500. Holy shit. <laughs> Jesus fucking trust. I'm the Dr. Elimination Center. Oh, Lord have mercy. Well, I've well, never heard this first before. <laughs> no. Holy oh. shit. Well, you'll have, to t- you'll have to find out next week what happens. 
<laughs> See you all next right, time. That's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>